This podcast contains sexually explicit material and adult content. Mature audiences only. Listening discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to Pleasure Playtime Sex, Love, and Relationship Podcast. I'm your host, Stacey. I am here with Jesse, and we're going to learn all about recreational and erotic hypnotism. So I came I came across um, Jesse on Reddit, and I was like, ooh, this is a fun one. So... <laughs> All, all he posted was, you know, I'm a recreational erotic hypnotist. Ask me anything. Well, now I just got, you know, okay, why bother do it there? <laughs> Ask it on here. So first I want you to de- describe the two parts of that, recreational and erotic hypnotism. Explain the differences between the two and what, what those mean. Uh, there's not really too terribly much of like a formal difference. Um, mm-hmm. Just uh, when they, they do just kind of bring different things to mind um on the recreational side is stuff that's just like fun and like a bit silly like um like some something some things that come to mind would be like entrancing someone and then like giving them a trigger that's like oh when i snap my fingers you'll freeze in place and then just like using that for the rest of the night um i played cards against humanity with someone uh <laughs> with that trigger and then once it was, it was just funny being able to like you know no, it's not. Now I can't move, and uh, maybe we'll just turn your hat around on your head, and now you can move again. Cool. So, you know, just, just fun, light, silly, um, like, not terribly uh, not terribly erotic. And then there's erotic hypnosis, which is, like, all those same sort of concepts and and techniques and ideas, but just used in, a, in an erotic context. Um, so stuff to, like, enhance sensation or encourage certain mind spaces or uh, or play around with things like intelligence uh, is, is, all, is all real fun. Uh, and both of those are contrasted with therapeutic hypnosis, which I do not practice because I'm not a therapist, and it would be um, not in best practice for me to do that. Unethical. Um, would be the... Exactly. Um, because like there, there, there is an amount of like risk to all this stuff, you know? Um, so like kind of, I do be, have to kind of be careful to like not overstep my boundaries into like what would be more therapeutic because that's just not something I'm qualified for. I do fun and sexy things. So what makes you qualified as a hypnotist? Really? There's not like for erotic hypnosis, there's not really like a board or anything. It is just research um what happened was i got into this this uh, whole community as as a submissive and a subject right and i fell into a relationship with a hypnotist and that relationship ended up not being great and after i pulled out some other friends in the community were like hey you should probably learn a little bit about this so that your informed consent can actually be informed. So I spent the next month or so just doing a bunch of research on, on hypnosis and on different induction styles and like how to like actually make the, the fun trancy magic do its work, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and from that just kind of naturally evolved into like, Hey, now I know this stuff. I know how to do it. I can, I can make other people happy in the way that people make me happy with this stuff. So, is hypnotism yeah. something that would be easy for other people to learn? Uh, I didn't find it uh, uh, 
very difficult at all. I I I definitely think it's it's something that's that would be easy for most people to pick up because there's not really like there's not like an X factor to it. You know, there's not like it's it's not like some people are it's not like some people are born to be hypnotists and some people are muggles, you know. Really just like learn the basics, uh like kind of commanding a subject's attention. Uh, and, and drawing that attention to like different thought processes or like relaxing parts of the body and like, and, uh, get a good grasp on like language that is conducive to trance. And yeah, like you could, no joke, probably learn how to hypnotize someone in like a day. <laughs> hmm, interesting. Um, that's, I'm, I'm, of course, to be like, to be like proficient in it, it's going to take a, a longer time and to like, um, and, and even longer probably to build confidence in it. But yeah, no, it's, it's definitely something you can pick up. You said when you got into everything, you were a submissive. Yeah. Are you oh, still, still, do you still classify yourself as a submissive? Uh, much more of a switch, but with a heavy submissive lean, I'd say. But, 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 yeah. <laughs> the, the reason I ask that, I feel like hypnotism, you're controlling someone. You know, you have that control over them, which to me is a very dominant thing, you know, uh, personality. That's why I was wondering if it kind of, if it, that kind of affected the way you, um, operate, your mind operates, so to speak, as a, as a switch or as a submissive versus dominant. Uh, in the erotic hypnosis community, there is a correlation between, uh, hypnotist and dominant and between submissive and subject, but the two are not synonymous. You know? Like, yeah. like, you can totally be a submissive hypnotist. Uh, you can be, you can, like, I've done it on a couple occasions. Uh, you can use hypnotism to, like, like, make your, like, uh, encourage your play partner to be in a much more dominant headspace, for instance. You know? It's 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 really the chocolate sauce of kinks. You can just kind of slot it anywhere, and it works. But as far as uh, what kind of draws people to these roles, uh, yeah, the idea of being controlled is very is very um, uh, is very attractive for me. As is the idea of controlling others in that context, but not as much. Uh, and what really drives my hypnotist side is more just like. I like making people's fantasies come true. That is extremely rewarding to me. You know? So explain to me the type of clientele that you get and then kind of how you get get those clientele. And is this – let's actually let's back up for a second. Is this something you do for a living? Uh, it is not. Uh, this is – and it, I, I would not like it to be. <laughs> I, have, I have a full-time job. This is something I do when I come home to, like, uh, to like uh, – chill and hang with people and 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 uh and and recreate um like if 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 i was trying to make money off of this i think it would lose its luster pretty quickly mm. that's understandable so how uh, do you get that i could, shouldn't call it clients because it's really not done what it is um how do you get the people that sh who are interested in the erotic probably erotic side more so than the recreational side um, how do you get those people interested in doing it, and, and why? Are they approaching you? Or are you approaching them? There are uh, most of what I do, I do over Discord. So there is a 
subreddit called Hypno Hookups um, and an associated uh, Discord server of the same name. Uh, that's a pretty popular place people go to uh, find people do fun trances up with. So there is there is a, an infrastructure kind of already there that I work with. Uh, I didn't have to do terribly much on that side. And um, is it over the phone or is it in person? The vast majority of what I do is on is on like a video call. Okay. Uh, so over Discord. Um, and, but it can also work over text. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, no, it's like like really. Um, in fact, with some people, it works better because the voice that people read stuff in uh, in their heads uh, is familiar to them, and there's not really anything that can surprise them and like kind of you know bring them out of trance, you know. Has anybody ever come to you asking for more of the therapeutic one? I know that's not what you're supposed to do, but has anybody actually come to you and said, you know, you've done this really great with me on this. I would really like to stop smoking. Um, you think you could help me out with that? You know, it's funny because actually, yes, and it was a family member and I uh, who uh, knew sort of like passingly that I, that I did this. Uh, and I had to – be like mm, I can't, <laughs> uh, but I did point them towards some like local hypnotherapy resources um, and like kind of vetted them uh, with the knowledge I could provide. So uh, I, I I I think they are going to end up getting what they need, um, but that's not something I have to provide. So is it you can't? Is that something um, that you did research on to find out what kind of hypnotism? is allowed is that even a thing you know is there is it just um i don't want to say morality but an ethical thing or is it a um a legal thing that only certain people are allowed to do certain types of hypnotism oh it's it's uh it's it's definitely not a legal thing um uh hypnotism is an uncontrolled substance okay. uh, <laughs> uh no it's, it's it's a morality thing it's like okay. it's like just not oversetting our boundaries however uh a lot of the resources i use to study uh, hypnotic inductions were, uh, I should probably explain that word, and induction is like the actual act of hypnotizing someone. Like in a hypnotic session, like if you were to lay it out like an essay, the induction would be the introduction, uh, and then like the body of the essay would be like the, would would, but would like be the suggestions and the fun trance you play, and then the conclusion would be like, you know, softly and and safely bring them back up out of trance. But a lot of the resources that I use for, that I use for study are uh, therapeutic ones because, like, the the techniques are the same. Like, it's it's just kind of the context in which you use it and the, and the style of the suggestions. So is there a wrong way that someone can use hypnotism? And I'm going to assume the answer is yes. But, like, could it be more harmful to a person if you didn't know what you were doing and decided, oh, I read it for, you know, I read what I was doing, so let's do this. Yes, uh, I think so. Although I, for the most part, think that harm would have to be, would have to stem from some larger issue in the dynamic between the hypnotist and subject, uh, rather than just like, 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 it's not like, you know, you're going to sneeze while swinging a pendulum and, and suddenly, like, they're going to forget the last 50 years, right? Gotcha. Uh, but 
as, but it can be used as a tool of abuse, unfortunately, because people say that you can't be hypnotized to do something you don't want to do, which is for the most part true. Like if I were to hypnotize you and be like, oh, um, you know, walk up to your best friend, slap him across the face, you'd come out of trance and say, what the fuck? And then like walk off, you know, but like the same shitty methods of, 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 of manipulation and coercion that like permeate abusive relationships okay. can also work in trance. You know what I mean? So like, so like, uh, if, if someone, if like a partner in trance, their, 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 their partner and, uh, and like, uh, and like one of the suggestions was like something that like the subject did not want to have in their head, but they were like, convinced it's what they want or convinced like 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 you, you want to do this to make me happy don't you or like or anything of that sort uh then it's probably gonna work like it's like you can't emphasize someone to do something they don't want but you can convince someone to think they want something they don't and you can't be hypnotized by someone you don't trust but you can trust people who you shouldn't trust Hmm. And I'm, I know I'm making it sound scary right now, and there are <laughs> risks, but like, I, but those risks are like, 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 uh, mostly alleviated by just like knowing the people that you're that that you're playing with, and like having rapport with them, and and you know, building up trust and friendship and camaraderie and and an honest dialogue beforehand, like before any sort of entrancement begins. Because you know, I don't, I don't want my I don't want my subjects to feel bad after coming out of trance. You know, I want to feel good. <laughs> exactly. So let's go to the erotic side. Yeah. Is there a typical thing that people want you to entrance them to do, or to feel, or to say, or is it kind of hmm. like completely just everybody's different? There are commonalities, but the sky really is the limit. Something that I see a lot of is pet play stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like basically, you know, take like the, like, 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 oh, when I snap my fingers, you'll, you'll bark like a puppy, you know? Take that, make it pet play. Gotcha. <laughs> you know? Okay. Like, they want to be put more into that headspace. Yes. Like, like it's, yeah, like, 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 pet play is a bit more intense when you actually, you know, find it very difficult to talk, and barking is just so much easier. <laughs> gotcha, okay. Yeah. That makes, that makes uh, sense. So, how yeah. does that work, though? So, if someone's interested in that, and they're doing it over, like, Zoom, are they playing it out? Are they doing pet play with you, or do they have their per- partner there that they might be doing it with, and then they want to get put into that headspace? Sometimes it's one, sometimes it's the other, like, like, actually, it's, it's, that's why I've had plays on the mind, because I was just doing that last night, as the subject, as well. Okay. Uh, but there, like, that can, uh, that, that can be, like, 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 the session, right? That can be, like, like, oh, okay, this is you to, to act, act like a puppy, you know, and then, and then, like, the sexy stuff falls with those suggestions. But you can also use, like, I say permanent, but like that kind of relies on them being reinforced. Permanent, permanent suggestions that kind of just stay in their head and like they can use that with their partner or with like other play partners. 
just from that point on pretty much as long as it keeps getting reinforced. You know, like 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 a suggestion can be something along the lines of like every time someone you trust says the word uh says the word doggy in a sentence. The way a way it could also work is like and I've done this for people too, it's like, hey, I'd like to have this uh this hypnotic trigger in the, just in my head for like other play partners to be able to use. Which uh which which yeah, they can stay there pretty much indefinitely as long as like as long as they, you know, keep being used. So like I have a pleasure trigger for instance. Like there there's there's a phrase that makes me that makes me feel super good. Uh and it's used pretty much every day because people like to bully me with it. But huh. stuff like that can just kind of be like a uh, just tools in a submissive toolbox, right? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, here's the list of words or actions or, you know, items of clothing that do different things to me. Like, like, have fun. <laughs> so, because I was, one of the things I was going to ask is, can you set like a time limit? So let's say, um, someone calls you up and says, hey, I'm going to be doing pet play with my partner. All I want is something for them to be able, or me to be in that headspace. I'm going to, you know, then they leave you and then go do their thing. And then within a certain time frame it ends, is that like a possibility or do they have to come back to you to end it? Or is it something, a, a starting end word that is used? 100%. Um, all of that, all of it can be possible. The hypnotic suggestions can be very, very specific. Like pretty much anything you can say and that makes sense can be a hypnotic suggestion, right? Um, often like temporary suggestions that like, like, like especially teasy ones that I want to be like, or that I and the subject, I should say, want to be like, you know, temporary is like, like, oh, for the, we'll have like a hard time on it. Like, oh, until the end of the day, like no matter how hard you try, you won't be able to touch yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, like, or, or they can be tied to like a word that, that, that ends the effect. Or maybe a, or maybe an item of clothing that they have to take off. Um, yeah, like anything, anything you can say can be a hypnotic suggestion. So like, uh, so any sort of stipulation you give can be valid. Are you involved in their scenario or is it you just set them up to play or do you actually, are you involved in their sex play as well? And the one I was involved in last night, yeah, I was, I was the subject there. So that was, that was like a whole, that was like a whole thing. And usually it is, it is being involved in the scenario because a lot of people find the act of hypnosis itself to be very erotic, you know? Like there, like you mentioned it earlier, there is that element of control, of power, of, of, uh, of being the owner of someone's mind for a bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and there, and that control is real. And, and I say that because that's the very function of a language is to control people's thoughts to an extent, right? Like, you know, don't think of a purple elephant. Mm-hmm. That's anything you thought of a purple elephant there. Exactly. So, like, all hypnosis does is it is it gets a subject into a nice mental relaxation where that where that control that language is already a tool of. Uh, has more power, not absolute power, I should say. Like there is a limit to what hypnosis can do. Um, for for the for the most part, uh, the person that 
the person that like enters the hypnotic trance is going to be the same person that comes out of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to I'm like most most hypnosis as it's shown in like media is bunk. But have you ever seen Office Space? Yeah. Yeah. So like you know how he's like he like like the hypnotist like passes out and or or like dies mid session or something. And he's like just like a little loopy for a couple of days and then like exactly, just yeah. kind of turns back in his yeah, in his old kind of neurotic self. Uh it like like you're always going to like trend back towards baseline of just of just being you. Yeah? Well that was gonna be one of my questions. I was gonna say, just like in movies, when a hypnotist dies mid stage, like what happens to your trance? <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, if that were to happen halfway through, I'm pretty sure this, uh, like, like, spe- like, it would definitely be the case to me. I, like, the subject would just, like, immediately pop back out and just be like, okay, calling the hospital now. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, like, you can, like, like, trance is, trance can be difficult to maintain, you know? Um, in fact, one thing I usually try to do before a session uh, is try and like, and and this is why I have to have like a rapport with with with, with the subject, you know, uh, is uh, kind of like ask like really earnestly and openly, just tell me about like any like specific traumas you might have, please, because I don't want to like say like a triggering word that like just completely snaps you out of it. Uh, like in a really unpleasant way. A scenario that I was witness to, for instance, basically someone was like, uh, someone's like, okay, so like this, this hypnotic induction right here will basically involve like imagery of, of, uh, being in the bottom of an hourglass as it, as it fills with sand, you know, and kind of like tying that, that mental imagery to feelings of relaxation, feelings of, feelings of like being unable to move your body, right? And one of the people who's going to be entranced was basically like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna leave because I have a crippling fear of being buried alive. Mm. Uh, so like if, so like, that's why rapport is important because you want to be saying the right things. And for everybody, those right things are going to be very different. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. So do people pay you to do this or do you do this out of pleasure? Oh, I do this out of pleasure, totally. I, I, I I do this for friends and acquaintances and 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 play partners and just and just for fun, you know. I do know know people who are trying to make a um who are trying to you know halfway make a living out of it. Uh, and it's it it doesn't look particularly um it doesn't look particularly enjoyable to me to like have to add being your own marketeer on top of this. I wasn't, yeah, I, you had said that you didn't want to do it as a career, but I wasn't sure if, okay, you were like, yeah, every so often, you know, it's like when someone asked me, be like, yeah, okay, it's 25 bucks or something, you know, you make a little bit extra, but it makes sense that I'm assuming you take only on people that have um, a neurotic desire that fits within your parameters, is that what, what you like? Yes, or like really as as a hypnotist, my my sort of, mode of operation is basically whatever the subject likes I'm doing. Um, you know, obviously like I have my, I have my boundaries, right. But really my, my goal is just to, is just to make them feel good, to fulfill desires, you know, to, to, to make some fantasies come true. I'm making this sound like more esoteric than it is, but it really isn't. Again, you could, you could like learn to do this fairly quickly. 
assuming that um, you also get off to this? Mm. Oh yeah. Uh, although as a when when I'm act, when I'm acting as a hypnotist, right? It's usually after the fact. <laughs> oh okay. You usually to the memory of it because I find it very cognitively um, cognitively demanding, right? Very like I have to be like in the moment and focusing on that as a subject. You know, it is it is erotic, right? So there is a lot of stuff involving involving pleasure, involving genitalia, and and oftentimes it's like, you know, you know, like restricting the subject's ability to come until in, until a certain phrase is said, or like until they beg enough, or until uh, or like or just like have the very act of pleasuring themselves or of being pleasured like hypnotically tied to like like feeling like your intelligence is being drained away or feeling like your will is being drained away or feeling like or feeling like you're just submitting more and more the more pleasure you feel you know like the the sky is really the limit like like it's like something that is nowhere near required but it is common so what's your favorite scenario or favorite type of uh, person to hypnotize like what they're mm. that's a Good question. I've been in a pretty bimbo mood recently. What kind of mood? <laughs> bimbo. So like, uh, oh, so I can help this play. Yeah. So the, which is, which is always fun. Basically, the, uh, the method I use to do that, uh, is, is like basically giving the subject something they can think instead of having to think. So like in like every time they try to think about something, right? They can just they can just you know think the words too hard to think, and that and, and isn't that so funny? And they can just giggle those thoughts right away, you know. So that's that's always fun. So <laughs> just, how how is that erotic to you, or to hmm. anybody, you know, someone who's into that? Oh, that's a good question. Stuff involving the mind is very very common um, in in the hypnotherapy community, right? So like. Um, you know, alteration of personality or alteration of intelligence or, or alteration of something that people see as pretty base, right? Uh, is, is very common because that's like part of the control or the being controlled, right? Like, like if someone has a dial in the back of your mind that allows them to like turn down the extent to which you can think, that's a pretty complete level of control, you know? And in reality, it's really like the subject giving up that control and less it being taken. Uh, but it can definitely be played like it's being taken, if, if that is part of the scenario. So the person who's on the opposite end, so you're mm-hmm. making them like the bimbo, is it typically male, female, mm. trans? Uh, is there a specific, uh, you know, set of sexualities that is more interested in that? That's. That's a good question. I'm going to go with like it's pretty, it's pretty split evenly. Uh, and I and my sexual preferences are basically like, like uh, if they're breathing, then yes, you know. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, yeah. Uh, like like I'm I I I find I find a lot to love about a lot of people. Um, but I'd 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 say the 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 my my subjects are, are very very broad now. Like like cis uh, cis people of of both of, of uh, both 
conventional genders, uh, trans people, non-binary people, uh, just, yeah, tons. So, okay. So on the opposite side, so the their side, you start transforming them or hypnotizing them to be more bimbo. How, because this is, this in, intellectual play is a whole new realm for me. Um, yes. How does that become sexual or is it more erotic? I know obviously it's erotic hypnotism, but cause there, I think there is a difference between sexual and erotic, um, mm-hmm. even though, you know, they're both sexy, but not necessarily sexual. Does it become sexual? Often, yes. Uh, but often, like, that very act of, like, intelligence flight is, is like, you know, is, is sort of the point to both the subject and hypnosis, right? Like, that is, that, that is ironically the, the sexual, uh, element. But it can and does definitely play off in that. Uh, so like, so like, now, now, now you got a dumb bimbo on your hands. What do you do? They're, they, they can't think clearly. They're horny. And, you know, maybe they, maybe they need to be like, maybe they need to be like coached. <laughs> through how to touch themselves or through how or through like what sex is again right because they can't think very clearly you can think though you can think for them a little bit <laughs> gosh i i feel i i feel like i feel like a covert agent right now i sound like such a dom but most of the times i'm a sub i promise <laughs> that's too funny well see how i'm imagining it is more of like you get yourself into that headspace the two of you and then yeah. you get out of that headspace without it being sexual at all, and then you almost get off to the fact that you were in that headspace, that someone else was controlling you, that they, you know, that you were, you know, and that's where, like, it's like the memory play of it, thinking about it. Thinking of being, they, being in that situation is more sexual than actually being in it. That's my theory. That's my, that's where I'm feeling like that it would go, but I could be wrong. Uh, they are nice memories. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say that. But like, usually, usually what ends up happening is while still in that headspace, at least one person, uh, ends up coming. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah. That's so like, something like, that you play with afterwards together almost. Like, it's like you're remembering and you make the comments, oh, remember when you couldn't do this? Or I don't, I don't know exactly how it would go. I'm trying to like figure it out right uh, now for myself. <laughs> it is fun to tease. Afterwards, you know, it's like, it's like, uh, like, like maybe, maybe, you know, someone's being a little bit of a brat, right? And the, and the Dom says something. It's like, it's like, oh, you talk a big game now, but I remember, you know, two hours ago when you couldn't form complete sentences and you could just bark, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, like it can, it can be very TV or like, like those sort of like lingering permanent suggestions can also be really fun to play around with. You know, like maybe like sort of like linking a certain feeling that they experienced in the session to a trigger word that the dom can use later. You know, like uh, like later, like they like they can just like say the word pop, and the subject's mind can just like can just like like experience like a moment of like of of bliss again. You know what I mean? So are there people? (laughs) Are you? Oh yeah, absolutely. All right, Uh, that's it. So within the community. Are there people or story? Well, I could say more people that you've heard of that everybody knows. Like, oh my God, like this, 
one, you stay away from this person. Or two, there was once this time that someone did this in a bad way. Like, it's one of those, like, not horror stories, but it's, like, one of those stay away from this type of person or this exact person has been known to do something immoral to people. Yes. Uh there, there's, there's one person that comes to mind, uh, uh, who goes by the name Trey and like variations of Trey online, um, who is a hypnotist who would like misrepresent his intentions and then like try and suggest people to do like, you know, harmful things to themselves or like outright illegal things. And I don't think it ever worked because again, like, like if you just say like, 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 hey, woo, 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 trance, you know, uh, freaking, you know, punch a hole in the wall. You're just going to be like, what the, f- I'm not doing that. <laughs> you know? I, I'm trying to think of the movie where someone literally goes up to another person and like snaps their fingers and then they like drop. And I'm, oh, I mm-hmm. cannot think of what movie that is. It's like a, I feel like it's almost like a catch, uh, not a catch me if you can. Now you see me type of movie, but I, I cannot think yeah. of it. That's kind of the fearful. It's like, well, if anybody can learn it, is it possible for you to walk <laughs> up to someone on the street and, like, you've got serial killers who are now hypnotizing their you know, people or whatever? <laughs> no, it's, um, okay, so the, the, uh, I'm glad you brought this up, uh, like, the difference between actual hypnotism and, uh, what's represented in media, because the way hypnosis is represented in media is bonkers <laughs> sometimes sometimes in a fun way uh often in a fun way but it is like it is like the pop culture version of it you know it's like it's like um imagine uh talking to a censor about like a sword fight in the movie right and the censor is going to have opinions oh, yeah. <laughs> um where it's like I will say that snaps that uh, are are fairly common in hypnotism. I've I've had to practice. I think I'm pretty good snaps at this point. Um, bec- and but they're common because they are a really good attention grabber. You know, uh, so like so like um, so like you can tie that to a trigger word, right? To be like it's like when I snap my fingers and say the word and say the word drop, you'll drop back into trance again, right? And the finger snap just kind of like more ensures that they're going to hear the word. But the actual act of hypnosis takes like, for me, it's like 20 minutes long to get someone hypnotized. Mm-hmm. And it really is something more akin to guided meditation, you know? Mm-hmm. Most things that like turn someone's attention inward for, and like, and, and hold it there is going to induce trance. Uh, and this happens all the time. Like, hypnosis is not something that's, like, foreign to any of us. Like, you ever, like, driven somewhere, and then, like, when you got there, you're like, man, I do not remember that commute at all. Yep. Yep. Uh, It's the same concept. Like, your attention was focused inward, and your subconscious mind was just kind of holding the reins while while your attention was elsewhere. Um, Or, like, when someone's just kind of zoning out, right? Um, uh, that, that's, that's also like halfway there. So like, for instance, my sort of typical induction kind of starts with some guided breathing, uh, you know, breathe in, hold, breathe out, and then repeat that a few times, encourage them to keep breathing. And then, you know, guide their attention to tension held in their body, 
Um, and as they breathe, allow that tension to uh, to seep out of them more and more. Um, because, and and this works because, like, it's pretty standard psychology for people to see things within their own body that they're looking for, you know? Um, like, like, um, if you, if you, um, if you keep saying to someone, hey, doesn't the, doesn't, doesn't your nose itch kind of, you know, and just like keep repeating that for a little bit, like, like every five minutes or so, they're probably going to start to feel an itchy nose. It's like the power of suggestion. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because we're suggested to do things all the time and we don't even realize it. Uh, like, like freaking, even just the suggestion in packaging, for instance. So let's go to the recreational side just real quick, since this is, you know, kind of off the erotic side. But so the on the recreational side, you had mentioned in your thing that you really like doing that. Do you ever do it like stage, like you see some people doing? Mm, that's actually, I'm glad you brought this up. I don't like stage hypnosis that much. Um, yeah. I think in that in that scenario, in that um, in that context. It's much too hard to tell the difference between uh between genuine hypnosis and just peer pressure. Mm. You know? I don't want people I don't want my subjects to feel like they're, you know, being pressured or just like acting for an audience, you know? So like both IRL and you know, and, and both in person we <laughs> gotta switch out of the online speak. Both in person <laughs> Both in person and online, uh, I do like it to be like just myself and the subject or subject, you know? Gotcha, okay. Uh, yeah, that, that way, you know, because like, like there is, I, there is a success rate and a failure rate. Uh, you mentioned like someone walking up to someone and just like, and just like snapping their fingers and dropping them into trance and then like film, right? Like even if, even if uh, induction that quick was possible, it would still have a success rate and a failure rate. Um, so if like, uh, because everyone's different, and if what I and if my method that I'm using or just something about like the induction isn't grabbing my subject, I just want them to be able to tell me, you know? Yeah. Without like they're ruining a show, or like they're like they're not filling their role. Uh, Is there a type yeah. of person that? is not as hypnotizable or not hypnotizable and it's more like i guess you could say mentally that that person um and you I, you probably have to weed them out somehow and ask them questions to figure out if they're easily hypnotized but is there a type of person uh i guess personality that is just not hypnotizable I wouldn't really say so i think there are people who might require a more specific kind of induction style like if someone really, for instance, has uh has difficulty with like maintaining a quiet headspace, you know, with kind of like quieting that like quieting or suppressing that sort of running dialogue uh in their in their head, uh, then they might um require a induction style that like leans into that rather than tries to fight against it, you know? Uh if someone has issues with with like with mental imagery, if they if they find it difficult to like imagine things vividly, then like you know leaning against uh like relying on mental imagery in induction will be the way to go. 
Uh, so I really do think it is for everybody. It is just finding the right set of of stimuli, the right set of uh, the right set of words, the right set of, of methods to induce that state. Because as as I sort of said before, like it is a normal part of our day to day processes, right? Like our subconscious mind is is responsible for a lot. It's not like you're walking going around thinking left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, right. There, there is, there is something handling that that's not our conscience processes, uh, and that's that's true for everyone. So, I wouldn't, I'd, I'd, I'd say there are people who might be a little more of a project, um, but like I wouldn't say there's people who are not hypnotizable. No. And how often are you doing these erotic hypnotism sessions? I'd say about every other day. I'm either I'm either the hypnotist or a subject. That's more or less how it's like like the tempo I seem to be going at right now. And do you have one person who hypnotizes you, or do you seek out multiple? Oh, uh, I have. I um, well, first of all, I'm polyamorous, so I'm I'm, I'm part of uh, a couple relationships at this point with 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 other hypnotists. But you know, it it is fairly common I'd say to like sort of find regulars. You know, people you just vibe with. Like 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 it's like it's like any other play partner, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh really when like like it's 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 just as much about finding each other sexy as is, as it is just liking being around them, right? Like something <laughs> something that one of that one of the people who who hypnotizes me and I will do uh, when we're online together is we'll like be on, on, uh, on like a Discord channel, right? And we'll like be sort of like, 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 like teasy with each other. We'll be like, uh, like, like he'll say something and it's like, all right, I'm going to take Jesse away now. Say goodbye, everybody. You know, I'm going to be like, oh no, what's going to happen? You know? And then we like just go on a video call and, and just play video games for a little bit. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so it's it, like, it's like, it, it's like any other play partner. You kind of, like tend to fall in with people who you just you just vibe with. Who you like being around, who you like who you like playing with and, and, and it's just hypnotism is added to the mix. Have you ever had a session either giving or receiving um that has gone wrong but like in a funny way? Uh oh let me think about that. I wanna say yes, but I'm having trouble thinking of a specific one. I did have to like be, I did have to like bring myself out of trance once, right? Because I got so relaxed that my and I, was, and I wasn't sitting right. Usually when I get that relaxed, I just like I just like lean back into my into my chair, right? Um, but I like shrimped forward, you know, like imagine a shrimp. That was my spine, <laughs> and I just kind of had to be like, okay, this isn't. I I I I need to wake up. This isn't. <laughs> I don't want scoliosis. So how did you realize uh, that and that to get yourself out of that space? Being hypnotized is different for everybody, but it's not like you're completely not in your mind at all, right? Like if someone sticks a pin in your arm while you're hypnotized, you're still probably going to jump and say, ow. <laughs> so basically, like, uh, it's it's it does tend, for me at least, it tends to be a lot less thinky and a lot more feely when I'm like that. So, like, like sensations still still are very much a thing, but much less like 
recognizable cognizant thought. Interesting. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Was there anything else you can think of that you want to share? Yeah. Um, there is something I'd like to bring up, which is that just like being a hypnotist, being a hypnotic subject is also a skill. Uh, it's something that you can get better at through practice and through you know, some nice metacognition, thinking about thinking, uh, and just like recognizing patterns that seem to help you more into trance or that seem to, that you seem to enjoy. Um, and if you want to get into stuff like this, uh, there are a lot of mp3 files online um i'd like to browse the subreddit uh erotic hypnosis especially um r slash erotic hypnosis i should say um and just find something that seems attractive to you go for it uh if it works cool uh and uh, and if it doesn't it still i think has the potential to be the beginning of a, of a fantastic and wonderful journey <laughs>